online, on digital, and on 88 to 91 FM. BBC Radio 2. Russell Brand. That was The Cure in between days. You're listening to Russell Brand on BBC Radio 2. Oh, it's almost a different year. The number will be slightly different. Because there's nothing objectively different, I don't think, about there being a new year. Is there Matt Morgan in charge of the switches here I on this Russell Brand? Is, yeah. What? What's different? The weather will change a little bit. Yeah, but that's not to do with the number. Like, it is. I don't. I think it's. Well, we'll over the course of the show. Let's work out because, like, say you were living on Saturn, you could cope with those conditions. You wouldn't know about January the first having some special significance, would you? You wouldn't go. Ah, this is good. It's January the first. I mean, it is one complete re rotation of the sun, 365 days it takes to rotate the sun or wherever it is. But really, it's not like the sun's got a mark on it. Yeah, going that start there. That's the beginning. That's right. The sun it has a, apparently there is a little dot on the sun somewhere, but it's arbitrary. As you know that. I've read somewhere there's a white spot on it. There's sunspots all over it. Is there? They, oh, they, Christ! They're born at the equator and they die at the poles. Do they? Yeah. It's not a spot on it, like a little off switch. Well, <laughs> there was a little off switch. I thought we had like a little eye that might be winking. <laughs> That's what I thought about the world. So yeah, it's almost New Year's day in this version of life, but really, we're all somewhere else! This has been pre-recorded! Uh, Trevor Locke's here. Are you right, Trevor? Yes, I'm really well. Thank you very much for asking. I see you've had a stupid haircut. Your fault. Is that, I don't know how it is, Trevor. The hairdresser was very excited uh, about you. Uh, right. I didn't even mention that I knew you, just I mentioned that I was in comedy and they started talking about you. Really? Now comedy, if comedy comes up as a topic, the first thing people think is Russell Brand. Exactly, yeah. Or that one it's person. absurd, isn't it? That one person is not a barometer. No, it's not a barometer. It was a man, and he got so carried away, this, this is a trim, apparently. Well, well that, you know, Trevor's pointing to the ridiculous collaboration of sprouts and squiggles that decorate his ridiculous <laughs> scalp. There's no um, sprouts on it. <laughs> awful business you look like up there. So, that, well, that's flattering for me, but not for you, Trevor. No, you it's look not. It's absolutely ridiculous. He looks right like junior doctor. You, you do look like a, a baffled and confused junior doctor. But that's, more, that's more the jumper, isn't it? Mm, no. I think it's the whole thing. You can't wear a pink shirt with a blue jumper Can and a black not? tie. Look at that. Oh, what an idiot. I know, Trevor. You do, you do look like you've frantically assembled your outfit. I did. On the generation game. It's <laughs> <laughs> part of a task. <laughs> you're, a, you're a ridiculous young man. So I guess over the course of this show, we'll be talking about New Year's. Will we talk about New Year's resolution? Is that a cliche? Do people like cliches? Let's I mean, do uncliched ones. Right, okay. Well, uh, what am I going to resolve to do? I'm going to... Matthew, why don't you... Well, I think you should change your haircut. Well, yeah. I have a new haircut. Talking of haircut. That, that lunatic that's butchered Trevor have a go upstairs. Yeah, can't see him, he'll love he'll, it. He'll be so, imagine how excited he was just to know that Trevor knew you. Yeah. He didn't know that I knew him. Oh, right. just, you just never admitted to it. No, of course I never admitted to it, Matthew. It's not like a crime. What a Judas. Why I never do you even use the word, why do you even use the word admitted to it? As in, like, <laughs> never, didn't you, didn't you admit to that, right? Is that how you approach it? Uh, when the earlier on in the haircut, um, you mentioned Russell Brand, I'm afraid to say Part of his friendship. <laughs> I, I do, I do apologise. You know, when that name Russell Brand came up, I, I, I should have said I do know him. I, I, I met him once. Um, <laughs> it was very brief. Nothing happened. He rubbed against me in a corridor. Well, it was fleeting mean? and it meant nothing. Admit, admit to it. That's all right. Yeah, it was just, it? Or boast it. I don't know. I don't... <laughs> Boast it. I bet Trevor would declaim anything. I'm friends with Russell Brand. <laughs> <laughs> do what you can. Take a few risks. That's the way I live my life. No, I reckon you should get your. I think now 
should deflate down back to sort of normal. You know. <laughs> really? It's, it's gone up there and got you some attention. <laughs> and it, bring it in like a ship's sail. <laughs> Rain it in a little bit. Yeah. Wind your neck in, Sam. <laughs> We're in Ken Bruce's studio right now, and oh. uh, it's been half-heartedly decorated, hasn't it? Half-heartedly? Well, people have just slung tinsel around things. It just looks like tinsel's got in here. Tinsel with its own ideology is slithered around the clock. And, that, and there's a bit of dec decaying mistletoe wrapped around that CCTV camera, mm. which I imagine Ken Bruce has put below the CCTV camera, so when he conducts his filthy little fumblings, <laughs> it's out of view of the webcam. What a no, mucky I think business. It's, uh, it's a, a permanent record if he has to go to court over one. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, you can say what you will, but actually it's all on camera, and you can clearly see that woman nodding. <laughs> Mr. Bruce, why have you got mistletoe on your flies? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you! That fungus formed of its own account. <laughs> Ken Bruce! Let's offer him actual love, shall we? We're yeah, in his studio, on. he's been nice to us. Alright, so, uh, yeah, you're listening to us. Over the next couple of hours, we'll discuss just our views and our lives, really, won't we? What's going on in the world? New Year's uh, resolutions, good. Alright, New Year's resolutions, let's discuss that. Uh, if you want to email us, you, you might as well just get a bit of paper, get some lipstick, write I love you, and then throw it out our window. Because, quite frankly, we're never going to read it because it's been pre-recorded. So now, I'm in, I'm in, uh, where am I? Marie I'll be now. Where will you be, Matt? Don't tell everyone. No, it's too late. I'm already there. They can't get me. Like, why would they want to? I know. Perhaps Trevor's barber might come along and plunge some scissors into the nape of my neck as some <laughs> kind of punishment. Okay. So you'll be in Mauritius, will you? I'll be in Mauritius, yeah. That'll be nice, will <laughs> Why are you bitter? Because you have to do the day. blog. Stop nagging me about that blog and all. Do your... People moan about me doing it. They do they? Yeah, they want you to blog. They like you doing it. I know, You're but every now and again there's a little needly comment <laughs> saying, why doesn't Russell do it? Because of all the pressure I'm under. I'll do it next year. I'll Just... Do you can do it like, you know, phone someone up and dictate Just it. Just shout them. a blog at them. Yeah. Bloggy, bloggy! Just <laughs> say that down the phone at someone. All right, well, I'll whack one out then. Why don't we listen to Morrissey Swade and get uh, uh, on with this show? Yes. And I'd know what, Matt, right? Over the course of this develop assistant system where hand gestures indicate go with the track. Yes, but you don't. You well, don't I'm back not it clear at the got, gestures. It's all right if you've got a very solid hand gesture, I'm but when you've got a nervous little face, <laughs> it does, it's too. It's mixed messages. My hand gestures are bold and brave like Mussolini's. Yeah, no, no one's arguing with that, but look at your face. Or is it a quivering wreck? Frightened like animal. Richard Bryars. Yeah. <laughs> oh, please, play a track. Alright, okay, well, this is the New Year's show. Let's talk about resolutions! Go, Matt! Do it! What a track! That wasn't a nervous face. I look confident. No, it's got a great big intro on it. That's why it's your mate, Morrissey. Morrissey! We met him this year! Woo! For Morrissey. Happy New Year soon. Don't... <laughs> <laughs> Matthew Morgan changed the words that I'm so silly instead of I'm so sorry. I said I like that song. Yeah, I'm so silly. <laughs> and don't say that he sings like a deaf person either. He's got a lovely, lovely, brilliant voice, Morris. You said that. You say. said it, you vicious boy. So, uh, yeah, oi, New Year's Eve. Good old life, carrying on living. What about that time when, Matthew, do you remember that when we had a New Year's Eve party? Me no. and you and our recent girlfriend. Oh, Used to go out with. We had a New Year's Eve celebration, Trev. Me and, and Matt did. Like I was living in a great big palace of gloom. Mm. Just I was addicted to the old druggy wuggies and uh, had this Why house in Brick Lane. We, we sort of thought, right, let's celebrate New Year's Eve, just us and our girlfriends. And like uh, we, Matt was going out with this Australian girl. I was going out with this Spanish girl. Oh. It was lovely. 
it was. We weren't so much notches in a bedpost, more pins in a map. That's how we approached our life then. We were exotic there, lads. So I had this lovely Spanish girlfriend. He had his lovely uh, Australian girlfriend. But something was wrong with the world back then. What was it, Matt? Something was making everything depressing. I was really depressed. You, you were, were depressed. Unhappy. I was oh, unhappy. Some, I think, weren't we splitting up with them? Oh, yeah, my Australian girlfriend was going home. Back to back Australia. Australia. She'd had enough. No, no, not for that reason. Wasn't it? It was visas. The government <laughs> had Visas? Don't blame the government for this. <laughs> it was. Oh, that government, Matt. They make you unbearable to live with. They make you a self-indulgent, <laughs> malingering ne'er-do-well, stay-at-home constant vomiter. That's the only government <laughs> for you. I'm hoping Mickey had me for having gastric flu, as Trevor's diagnosed in his oh, little yeah, GP Trevor's, outfit. <laughs> Trevor may look like a GP, but he is in fact an unemployed twerp. So I don't think we should take his diagnosis too serious. Yeah, so there we were. It was New Year's Eve, um, and we, like, I had some money, so I rented this great big expensive flat that I shouldn't be in. The flat was hollow and echoed with it was loneliness. Just huge and empty. Vast thing just off Brick Lane. I lived up there. We didn't get proper furniture in it. It was all too big. We used to just live in one tiny corner of it playing PlayStation. Yeah, me and Matt scared of life, sitting on our PlayStation all drunk. Up. Matt wasn't so drunk, mostly it's me that was drugged up. I was up. drunk. And Matt was drunk, bless him, he takes legal drinks, socially <laughs> acceptable drugs to bludgeon the misery out of his mind. And we'd sit there playing that, um, what was it, Grand Theft Auto. It's a game, I suppose most of you will know, Grand Theft Auto, is you go into a criminal world and uh, get up to all sorts of crimes. It's quite good, you can, if you want, you can follow missions that you get involved in a crime family and they'll go, oh, I'll do a mission, go out and kill someone. So you can fulfil their missions if you want and follow the narrative of the game. Or you can opt out, as Matthew and I used to, and just go on senseless <laughs> killing sprees and rampages. And that's you can internet and get cheat modes and get loads of ridiculous guns you shouldn't be allowed to have at yeah. the level of the game. Because normally, because I think the game is built in that if you've worked for those guns, you, you will use them, them responsibly. But well, well, if you get them too early, you go on these killing rampages that me and him went on. And like, I remember once, one night playing that game all by myself, he'd gone home probably in disgust or boredom or despair or something, sitting alone playing that bloody thing, Grand Theft Auto, and like the man that you operate, I think he called Vinny, he was, I'd like add him, and like we'd gone off the beaten track of the narrative, he was just down an alleyway, right, on his own, standing by some bins, and like, I was just like, I was sat on my own on the set E, he was on his own, down an alleyway, I just thought, I've ruined your life as well, <laughs> what have I done, <laughs> just the two of us, in isolation and despair. It was around this time we decided to celebrate New Year's Eve. Well, <laughs> the weird thing was, at midnight, um, your Spanish girlfriend said we had to eat 12 grapes, which yeah, was... Yeah, that's the, a Spanish custom, the cu they do custom. do that. But we didn't have grapes, so we had to eat Skittles or M&M's or something. Yeah, other sweets are available. So we had to get these 12 sweets and sort of eat 12 of each. And, and I still never understood really why. Yeah. One for each month, presumably. But yeah. Guessing. Didn't, yeah, or the hour of every oh, clock strike yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. The whole thing was very depressing. Then me and Matt left our girlfriends on their own five minutes, and my girlfriend put one on his bird. What does that mean? Tried to chat her up. Went, said what? something. What? to me. I thought he was mad. He goes, I goes, don't leave them on their own. Do you think she'll uh, try it on with your girlfriend? I said, no, it's in the pool, no. What are you talking about? <laughs> My girlfriend was all shell-shocked. <laughs> wow. Apparently she went to a, um, mm, men are hard, but women are soft. Something like that, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> That's well, the kind of women I'm attracted to. Sexual predators <laughs> preying on the young Australians, <laughs> trying desperately to get a visa to get... Back home, really, and escape. Right, so, um, yeah, New Year's Eve. Oh, tomorrow. Oh, actually, New Year's Eve party. My New Year's Eve party, which is going oh, right. on. Oh, right. Oh, today Matt, or tomorrow? He's got a day after tomorrow. Endlessly promote his, tomorrow. He's got to promote his New Year's Eve party no, that he's organised. It's sold out, isn't it? 
No. No, of course it hasn't you know sold out. It's a sham. I asked him to come along so that I could put his name on the floor and, you know... No, no thought of friendship or the years <laughs> of love I wanted devotion. to share New Year's Eve with Russell. I thought the only way I can do this is to involve him in my, uh, rubbish night. <laughs> no, it's not rubbish, it's brilliant. It's gonna be really good. Right, I don't... Why don't but we play a record and then come back, we'll tell this story in full. Matt has got a New Year's Eve night. The whole thing has been shambolically organised. It's absolute chaos. He's caused... He's in trouble with the venue owners for lying. That's essentially <laughs> no, the I problem. You lied. I never lied. I'm going... I'm, I'm even now sunning myself in Mauritius, <laughs> living the Vida Lorca, whereas you, young man, are frantically trying to collect ticket stubs in a gutter, I, I imagine. Yourself is coping well with that. No. Your future self is shooting a nervous wreck now, probably still vomiting and malingering. Right, let's use a sign. Go with a record. It this is, is Frankie. Going. Yeah, listen. Frankie from Match Childhood, from all our childhoods. I really like this one, Frankie. What's wrong with you? Listen to it. Yeah, I know. We'll remember it. Frankie. <laughs> yeah, I did remember her. I, like, Frankie, I wonder what he's like. Sinatra. It's, it's about, about Frank Sinatra. Sinatra. She goes, you, you were 50 and I was 12. I think that's what it is. No, Frank Why McAvenny. Why do you think that? It's about Frankie McAvenny, do you remember me? And the answer's probably no. I was off my head. <laughs> <laughs> I was living the glory days with that's the a, hammers. It's a nice little song. Um, it's not as good as I remember, it actually. Sister Sledge. Sister Sledge, right. I remember, I seem to remember that the video, Frankie was ill-deserving of the attention when he's yeah, an oaf or something. an old bloke and then there's these three girls. Why is he getting all that attention off them three girls? What's going on? Rich, there must be money powerful. involved. Of course there is. Mm. Why did that appeal to you as a child, Matthew, do you think? I like the sounds. The video or the song? Just the whole concept Frankie. of... You just liked it because it was I just simple. Liked it. You like some odd things as a lad, It was when I was about five. Alright, fair Don't enough. judge me on it. You don't have to justify yourself. What were you doing? Life like playing Sabutio. <laughs> I was playing Sabutio, drawing up little league tables and programmes for the Sabutio too. Yeah, square, at least I was listening to music. <laughs> Sabutio's alright, it's sort of football for people who can't cope with society. <laughs> so, um, right, okay, that's, uh, Dermot came in just then, that was nice, wasn't it? Did, didn't he? Back in the old past, Dermot O'Leary coming in, all nice, upbeat, hair slightly longer than you would imagine. And last time we did a radio show, Jonathan Ross came in. That's good being here at Radio 2, people just drifting in. Yeah. Us here in Ken Bruce's studio, I've had a look at some of his Christmas cards and I can exclusively reveal that there's more to Ken Bruce than, than meets the eye. He's <laughs> <laughs> living a double life. Don't say that. One of them's as a colossal pervert. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Let's just pick one at random. Russell. To Mr. Bruce and family. Mr. Bruce? Yeah, and family and Lynn. Very best wishes for Don't Prosperous New out. Year from Pauline Paul. That's a strange name, Pauline oh, Paul, is. isn't it? That's Pauline slash think, Paul yeah. as well, isn't it? Pauline Paul. Pauline yeah. slash Paul. No, it's not two people. It's one person. Yeah, the name's Pauline Paul. Two no, identities. It's, it's, it's one. Yeah, it's one. One person. Yeah. Exactly. Like two so genders. What, you say you're called Mr. and Mrs. Paul, then you have a daughter. Why call her Pauline? Why not? Why go for Pauline Paul? It just looks like that is a bit weird. It's an announce. It sounds like an announcement. Pauline Paul. I don't know. It just sounds like it sounds like at the beginning of Heidi Eye, that thing that Gladys used to do. I don't know. I just find it confusing. Pauline well, a poor Paul. Woman just signed a card. <laughs> she's been berated. Well, anyway, she says thank you for rocking my mornings, but she spelt morning as in grieving. Really? Yeah, honestly, <laughs> thank you for rocking my mornings. Well, we can imagine what I happened there then. 
Drew, I think she's involved in a massacre. No, but he helps her get over a bereavement. Thank you for rocking my morning. He surfs on coffins like Team Wolf. That Team Wolf on top of that bag, skidding about on a coffin, playing it like a piano, like Jerry Lee Lewis, aka the killer. That's the big bopper. But nonetheless, they're all bonkers. They're all the same morning with you. Well, have a look, Matthew. I don't see why you would doubt me. I've never lied to you before. Yeah, I mean, I like it when it's a funny spelling mistake like that. It's yeah, good, it's, yeah. It's really interesting it's that that's mad. happened. So, we're talking about New Year's Eve and stuff like that. Trevor, have you got any New Year's stories? Don't say, I was in Peru and I got massaged by a blind man. Why not? Or something like that, because whenever, if you've not listened to the radio show before, congratulations, but you, know, you have my sympathy because <laughs> you're about to hear Trevor Locke say, so like, whenever Trevor is to turn to for a story or an anecdote, Immediately blurts out something about, oh, I was in Peru and this happened. Have you got any stories about, uh, uh, new, about yeah. new Year or something? Well, the cu uh, one of the customs I learned was. Uh, in Peru? Yeah, uh, Afghanistan, this was. Uh, you went been to Afghanistan. Trevor, they wouldn't trust you there. There was a when? war on with Before the war. On. Before the war. I bet you could have been a gun running child. What were you the doing? War? Uh, the, I wasn't the, in the Russian war, was I? It was <laughs> after the end of the Russian war. What were you doing? What were you doing between wars in Afghanistan? Trevor, so you've been bringing... Like I was there between Trevor wars. Trevor was bringing low-grade heroin into London <laughs> between the wars. <laughs> Weren't you? You were vaulting yeah. little What were you doing? I was a twitcher. Bird what? watching? Yeah, bird watching. You were bird watching yeah. in Afghanistan? Yeah, what yeah. particular species? The corn crake. There's a different type of corn crake there. So you went there to Afghanistan, mm -hmm. a Wait, country yeah. torn apart by war and yeah. the drug trade, and you thought I'd go there and stare at some bird. Yeah, yeah. It's similar to the egret that was extinct from this country, and they went out. we went out there to see whether it would be worth bringing it back. Boring, driving like you're boring, everybody! Anyway, the point <laughs> is... On a radio station it. already associated with Dolmanatni. <laughs> You silly, silly sod. And Trevor, I can't. Is that true, Trevor? You didn't underpants. go to That's Afghanistan. That was the custom. We had to buy. We had to try and find yellow underpants because it was bad luck. They told me it was bad luck not to wear yellow underpants. Or it's good luck to wear them. I'd be astonished, Trevor, if all your underpants aren't yellowing the way <laughs> what, you live what, your what, filthy you life. Going into a little hide with yellow pants on. <laughs> that wasn't part of the bird watching. Trevor, bit, are you no. involved in Al Qaeda? Oh, right. <laughs> no. Are you swanning around with Osama bin Laden? Back then, Al Qaeda was a jazz singer. This was before then. This, Trevor, this, Trevor, what are you going on right, about? No, this was before Trevor, all then. Trevor, stop talking about things now. If when, you, when you come out with something like, back then Al-Qaeda was a jazz singer, <laughs> on the cusp of 2007, it makes me realise that you are a liability. Here is a, we have an email here from big fans, Connor and Michael, aged 15 years old, from London. Howdy, Russ, Matt, and ooh, cocky-locky. I imagine that's to the tune of Teddy, 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 sharing them. On Saturday, my friend and I are escaping the laws of normal social conduct. I, nicknamed Russell Jr., after my magnificent Russell Brown impression at school, scored A star for GCSE, well done, sunshine, will be assisting my mate Michael, a self-proclaimed Trevor Locke look-alike, and sadly, act-alike, as he walks around <laughs> town in a pink dressing gown and slippers. We feel the way people are forced to dress is just the government arresting us with invisible handcuffs for the mind, and thus we are escaping. From big fans, Connor and Michael, 15, London. Oh, what I a lovely lads. Boys. I love them. Going around, Rats dressed them. up. They're yeah. bold, aren't they? They are. They'll be well, cold as well. 
They will be, but... In his dressing gown. I, I offer them, well, support and actual love. P.S. You didn't read our email out last night, so we're just sending this one e each week and change it to match the theme. Oh, <laughs> and we need work experience if Matt needs two co-presenters who probably out-qualify his current ones. Cheeky little sods. He's left his mobile number. Right, Who's we'll ring him. Let's phone him up. We'll ring that lad right up. Okay, well, why don't we listen to a record? Go, Matt, go! Oh, what, is what is it? What is it? Which mode? Enjoy the all oh. I ever wanted. Oh, it's no, it's good. Get into well, it. Well, we can have something else. Now, play Depeche Mode. I like yeah, it. It's good, isn't it? All I wanted. This is the Elvis version, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. Everything's the Elvis version. In a way, is he not to know a Is that hand signal or are you scratching your arm? <laughs> I'm scratching my arm. I'm too late. You're Depeche Mode there. You're listening to Russell Brand on Radio 2. It's almost New Year's Eve. And that's the sort of stuff we're talking about. We are now enshrouded in Ken Bruce's radio. What what should we call Fluvia. it? Fluvia. Yeah, I suppose a Fluvia. There's Christmas cards to Ken Bruce. I like it in here. It's nice, isn't it? Yeah. I, I did a radio show in here before with Carl Pilkington of uh, Ricky Gervais fame. Just went chaotically wrong. Really? Yeah, the producer walked out. It was madness. It was absolute rid ridiculous oh, business. Poor Carl Pilton's a difficult man to work with. I know. Mm. You'll find that. Oh, outbursts. Huge yeah. tantrums. When he's not in character. He's actually uh, for, uh, an ex-Harrow boy. Of and course, yeah. when he laps his character. Rada as well. Rada. Very difficult to be around. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, talking about New Year's Eve and stuff, aren't we? Now, we've got. I read out this email just now from young Connor and Michael. Howdy, Russ, Matt, and Cocky Locky. They're talking about that, that they feel that they're chained by the invisible invisible handcuffs of an overbearing government and to throw off these shackles these psychological shackles they're going around in pink dressing gowns and stuff they're only 15 and they live where do they live we'll find out now because little connor is on the line you're right mate right russell <laughs> Hello, you sound older <laughs> than i imagined so i suppose when i was 15 i was a, a little bit more like this hello like that sort of a nod sort of tim burton drawing of a lad uh, how's yeah, it going michael sound a bit more like that does he yeah. So, so where, whereabouts do you live, Sunshine? Uh, we live in Wimbledon. Okay, and uh, so the, the thrust of your email was that you are throwing off the... I'm not disputing that you live in Wimbledon. The thrust of your email... Michael, <laughs> well, are you baffled by where we live? Who's, who's baffled by your residence? Oh, I'm with Michael, my friend. Michael, say hello. Hello. Right. That's Michael. Now listen, good. Let's, Connor, let's focus on one person at a time here, and right, initially right. that person is you. Now, why are you going around dressed up in this fashion? Well, uh, well, we thought that, um, yeah, the government <laughs> sort of, you know, making us follow all these rules. They are. They are making us dress like they want, and we thought, you know, we should break the kind of barriers a bit, because Michael, especially, but I, I think he looks like Trevor Locke. Right, okay. Which isn't, which isn't a good thing, really. No, it's not. It? Just for the listeners that won't be aware of what Trevor uh, Locke looks like, uh, he looks like an idiot. He doesn't so, look yeah. like an idiot. Trevor, quiet now. We're talking to young <laughs> Connor. So, to fight against uh, the, these, uh, the, the chains of the mind that the government place upon us all, the government and just other controlling forces, you know, perhaps the ideology of consumerism and democracy, you are going to go around in a pink dressing gown and that. Are you doing that as well, Connor? Um, well, no, I've sort of, I don't know, sort of, should we say, persuaded Michael to do it, because a bit like Trevor, he's sort of, you know, all good and all tidy, so he thought that we'd break his sort of 
barriers of life and make him do it. Connor, are you what? just victimising <laughs> young Michael using well, yeah. a sort of an anti-establishment ideology? I tell you to what, I feel a bit that. like Matt. I think he can he can relate to this. Making Michael do this and feel really sort of come up with funny ideas and then watch him get all the praise and credit. Mm. I'm sure Matt feels like that with you. <laughs> Hello, young man. <laughs> That'll be music to his ears, but music to his ears, as we've already established, is the song Frankie. Listen, why don't you um, put put young Michael on the phone? Let's work out what his personality's like. Pass him over, Con. Michael is awesome. Is he in a pink dressing gown now? Hello, sunshine. You're right. I'm all right, yeah. Yeah, I'm good. I'm in a good mood, thanks. This is um, New Year's Eve Eve now that we're making this radio show for. So perhaps, have you got any uh, resolutions? Like, you know this experiment that you and your mate Connor have got to go around dressed in pink house coats? Yeah. Have uh, you, uh, you got any other ideas that you're going to be busting in the new year? Um, no, probably just more things like that, I guess. I mean, I suppose so. That in itself is quite a step forward. And what, what is it exactly you're challenging here? Um, the, uh, to see how I would look. How, <laughs> <laughs> you kinky little devil! I think I've gonna... made him do it. <laughs> I like it, I think it's alright. <laughs> to see how so I just, would look. <laughs> to see how I would look. I think it's, I think it's good that you're embracing this. Perhaps well, you, thank you. You should probably come on one of our radio shows. I'm, I'm curious now to see how you'll look dressed up as a 50 year old woman. Have you, where are you getting the stuff from? Um, probably Debenhams. Other <laughs> <laughs> stores are available, for example, BHS or something, kick again from there. So, um, yeah, that's that's really good. All right, we'll pop down there, we'll support that, send us photos in uh, for the show. What we'll do is we'll use this, this is a social experiment. We're already, we're trying to unravel the conditioning that exists in all our minds, and I think you storming around in a pink dressing gown is a bloody good place to start. I think before soon we'll have a successful revolution, you're to be well, congratulated. Well, I've always looked a bit odd in public. Yeah. <laughs> There's no shame in that at all, Michael, to tell you the truth, you know. <laughs> Uh, ridicule is nothing to be scared of, in the words of Adam and the Ants. So, uh, can it's I... It's embarrassing to my friends, though. Don't worry about those guys! You know, you just push forward! <laughs> Why is it embarrassing for your friends, do you think? Well, I was in Ireland and my friend tried to look all slick and that. Yeah. Uh, but there's me walking down with a big pizza box eating out of it. Well, that's, that's not that really bad. embarrassing. Don't be embarrassed about that. I used to have a mouse live in me here when I was your age, and <laughs> let me tell you, it's done me no harm, and if anything, it's made my hair very easy to condition in later life. So don't judge yourself. Right, thank you very much for, uh, you know, having a chat to us. Stay with the show. That's it's okay. nice to have such young, lovely listeners. Send us some stuff and emails and that, and stay in touch with us. We might bring you in the studio, have a look at you dressed up uh, in, well, I mean, at the risk of inviting 15-year-old boys on our radio <laughs> show dressed <laughs> In lingerie. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. We get we like get dragged up, kids, on the show. You were dragged up. There's a joke there somewhere. Look, lovely talking to you, boys. Take it easy, and we'll speak to you soon. Okay, bye. Bye, bye. They were bye. nice young men, weren't they? Those guys weren't they? Pleasant talking to them. So they haven't actually bought the dressing gown yet. It's I think hypothetical, it's, I think and it's, all the ideology crumbled as soon as they were questioned. Yeah, the ideology. I think these experiment to see what he'd look like in one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we should invite them here. Oh, come on, let come them in! On. No! Yeah. It's as bold as the Milgram experiment, that is. They're really working out how our minds work. What would happen if I put on a dressing gown? <laughs> <laughs> it's only something you do every morning, really.
really. So it's essentially a different colour. So should we listen to Jackson Five now? Yes. Why not? <laughs> Why not? I can see no you, negative you corollary about there. These hand what? And then you ask me because a question. Because I've just done a hand signal earlier. Yes. Well, I or did a hand signal. You ignored well, it. Well, that's and got not confused. a hand signal. That's just you. Me moving my hand is a hand signal. What, what do you, you expect? At the same time as going. Should we listen to Jackson Five? What do you want me to do? A jitterbug? What do you want me to just? Touch your nose. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to play your little games. <laughs> I'm really not. Come on, let's listen to Jackson 5. Jackson 5, ABC, listen to Russell Brand on Radio 2. I'm here with Matt Morgan and Trevor Locke. Perhaps we'll have some guests on the show later. Just can't tell. We've left some messages for Noel Fielding, out of my bush. Reese Shearsmith, out of League of Gentlemen. David Williams, out of Little Britain. Noel Gallagher, out of Oasis. And quite frankly, none of them have called back or shown the slightest bit of interest. But, you know, I suppose if you're going to organise guests for a show during that show, that's the risk you take. Isn't it? Yeah. You've done all that name dropping now, so... That name dropping's been done. Mm -hmm. Who's so, you know, what, what do you want? <laughs> oh, that me and uh, Noel Fielding were on the same team for a big fat quiz of the year. We were in... Our, our team was against... Is it uh, called Big Fat Quiz of the Year? That's right. It's on Channel okay. 4 and the Twitter's already been on, so don't, you know, you can't play. I know it. you add extra words to things like the dirty little pretty things. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> dirty, dirty, pretty, yeah. dirty pretty things were on our show last night. I went, please welcome Dirty Little Pretty <laughs> Makes the name of their band sound like an insult. <laughs> you dirty little pretty things. I said that looming over their bunk bed. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. <laughs> oh no, oh no, that's been said now on Jesus' planet around New Year's time. Why are you shaking your head at that brilliant you say new that catchphrase? It's my new catchphrase. It's good. too long for a catchphrase. It's not, Matt. Oh no, that's been... Oh yeah, it's too long. Cause I don't... Let's try it again. Get on with what you were saying. I will not get on with anything. What I will ramble and ramble and ramble. Ramble. You and Noel were on a quiz of the year. And we and you were very funny and everyone was very proud of you. Everyone was proud of me and very pleased. That is the end <laughs> of that brilliant anecdote. Um, yeah, good though. It's good to be on a panel quiz show. I liked it. Do they tell you the things in advance? Yes, they tell you some of the things in advance, but I weren't really listening. I was worrying about my hair. Do they have writers all sit down with you and go, hey, you could see this? No, right. I think there were writers there, but they didn't come in and offer me any support or guidance. Quite frankly, I thrive on spontaneity, as you know, for having been my writer for seven <laughs> years. <laughs> um, so, uh, Matthew, um, you're doing a New Year's Eve party tomorrow yes. on actual New Year's Eve. Tomorrow. Perhaps you'd like to exploit the BBC to promote this shambles. What's yes. going on exactly? In uh, Camden at Barmonster. Camden, London, because remember this is a national, nay, international radio station. Of course, Camden in London, North London. London, London, London England. London. Hello, London. Hello. There's a place called Barmonster. Little place. Cool. It's a little place. <laughs> You're trying to romanticise it and make it sound like cheers. <laughs> it's a little place. It's a place called Barmonster on Kentish Town Road. Yeah. Just near Camden. Cheers. Little tip, when you're promoting something, best to know what the hell it is you're talking about. Why? You didn't even know the road is on. You looked up all baffled. Think it's on Kentish Town Road. Oh, I'm no, confused. Where's my false teeth? I think you know, I'm going to be sick. When you know where you are, you don't really think of the road name, do you? I suppose not. You just look around for reference points. English people use pubs, for example, to navigate their way. What road it's on? Oh, it's on the same road as the White Hart, is what they'll say to you. And then they're uh, a little patronising sort of cockney accent. <laughs> oh, it's on the same road. <laughs> Hello, here, someone else for directions. <laughs> I'll help them out with the old name of the pub. <laughs> <laughs> directions, is it your after mush? You would do a lot worse than go past the old red line. Here's a sixpence for your trouble. Here, would you like a game of cup and ball? Da -da 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 -da. <laughs> so, anyway. Yeah, I'm, Bar uh, Monster, Kentish Town Road, yeah, London. Yeah. What type of, if someone wants to go to this thing, what do they have to do? Uh, first of fancy all. Fancy dress, nine o'clock. They've got to go in fancy dress. You won't go in fancy dress. I am. 
What are you going to dress as? A rock star. You vain. They're like a girl. Girls only go to fancy dress parties dressed up like all sexy. You're meant to be there. What would you have gone as? Probably, I guess I would have gone as someone out of interview of a vampire, like the stat. Edward Scissorhands, or someone else that's not too embarrassing or and someone makes actually you sexy. Someone actually buying in new clothes for him. <laughs> <laughs> um, for, for the costume of Edward Scissorhands, I would simply be picking up some scissors <laughs> and wearing marginally less makeup than usual. <laughs> He's gone to incredible lengths here. No one could deny it. He's been to a stationer's uh, and full of stat. I, I would, I would have to just like, eat a strawberry or something lazily. Okay, yeah. so put on some fancy dress. Yeah. Get a ticket for it. It's bar Monster, what's roll. it called? It'll be good. It's gonna be brilliant. What's Fancy it called, dress? this thing? It's called All Wrong. All Wrong, you call it that. Why do you call things things like that? What's up with you? Don't ask me about my systems. <laughs> I will, I wanna know what's going on in your brain box. What's gonna make this night such a good night? Well, originally, Russell Brand, the international playboy, was gonna turn <laughs> and judge the Fancy Dress competition, but he's selfishly gone to Mauritius. <laughs> Who's judging it now? Who's gonna be the judge? Me. Probably. Judge I don't it. even know if we'll judge it. Good uh, to the- Yeah, we will judge it. I've gone to Mauritius, and in so doing, have been malicious. Yeah. I've maliciously gone to Mauritius. I've gone to Mauritius out of malice. Well, it's some of your fans. And the hotel is called the Palace. Oh no. Yeah, go really? on. Yeah, it is. I've isn't gone it out of malice. Mauritius has been Mauritius. It's one of them things. Yeah, it's a nice posh hotel. No, but isn't it? You can get those little hotels that are on the sea in Mauritius. I think it better be on the sea. I don't know no, how I mean much about in it. the sea, on, on In stilts. the sea? Are you out of your mind, Matthew? They exist. I'm not King Neptune. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that fellow what lives 30 leagues under the sea, Nemo, or whatever he was. Okay, so go to Matt's New Year's Eve thing if you want a crushingly disappointing New Year right. celebration. Yes, Will so. you be allowed Brilliant. in if you haven't got a costume? Yes, of course. Well, just say you've dressed as someone down your road or something. Yeah, No one say. can prove that that is not a fancy dress costume. It would be fancy for someone in the future or the past, wouldn't it? Even contemporary yeah. clothes. So normally you were a goth. Yeah. And you've come as a normal person. I've come as a normal man. That's, yeah. that's no, anyone, it just come, it'll be brilliant, it'll, you know. But if, to tell you the truth, mate, if it's not sold out by now, New Year's Eve, it's when it's actually out. Yeah, no, it's honestly, it's doing right, all right, yeah. I just needed to... Because the bloke, Mick, who owns the place, is leaning on you, any to promote it. Well, he was a bit disappointed that you pulled out so hideously. <laughs> I didn't pull out, I just had to have holiday, as opposed to the mental breakdown you've been trying to induce. And didn't Mick go, he, I was on the phone to him, I could hear this Mick leaning all over him, right? And he goes, uh, he goes, uh... Well, Russell's not coming. Well, make sure when you uh, promote it on Radio 2, be sure to mention that Flash out of the Quiz Channel's coming. Someone off of Quiz Channel, <laughs> didn't he? Who is it? Listen, I can't. Flash out of Quiz. He goes. We'll tell him uh, Flash out of the program Quizmania on I don't know Quiz why you're Channel. About that, because that's how people think of you. <laughs> and then they think of Flash out of the Quiz Channel. <laughs> Only Mick makes the connection between me <laughs> and Flash out. Of they do. People have come up to me in the street and said that. Not associated with Flash out of Quiz it's Channel. True, it's true. My hairdresser kept. He, he moved on to Flash. Do you know out what I wish? I wish he'd sliced his way into your brain with him scissors and <laughs> yanked out your cerebellum and stuffed your head with chopped off hair like a sort of. <laughs> Bonkers, Sweeney Todd, Dinos, Chapman collaboration. <laughs> Do you want to know the funny thing about Go on, Flash? He's the cameraman on the quiz channel. He's a cameraman! <laughs> He's not even in front of camera. They'll be celebrities. celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, once idiots. they hear flashes They're there, idiots. Sadie Frost will come back, won't she, from she South Africa? <laughs> they will, they'll all be there. She's not in South Africa. Michael Jackson will probably turn up. Oh, he's always there, but he's upstairs and no one talks to him. Yeah, <laughs> he's up there sulking. 
<laughs> where, well, I don't know what kind of. It'll be celebrity free. Thank God. Let's oh, start with 2007. Relief. No Heat magazine, no Russell Brand, none of that rubbish. <laughs> Let's just have real people. Punch me in. I'm a real, real person. <laughs> Genuine people and a lot less of this rot, but there will be Flash from Quiz Channel, whose name is now on the flyer. Why don't we listen to uh, a song? Am I allowed to go and vomit in this song? No, don't go and vomit, Matthew. Stay here. Hold the vomit down. We nearly finished the show. Come okay. on, fight here on. Here we go. Think of Duke of Wellington. What's her name? Virginia Plane. Virginia Plane. Roxy Music, Russell Brand, Radio 2, talks the cut over a little bit. Uh, it's our New Year's Eve, the day before New Year's Eve special. We're talking about stuff to do with New Year's Eve and that. What else has happened on New Year's Eve? I've never, do you know, I never have a good time at no. prescribed good time things. No one does. Birthday, Christmas, New Year's Eve. What about that ridiculous one when they were meant to let set the River Thames on fire in London? Didn't work. River of fire. <laughs> <laughs> There's a river of fire after getting the levy. Silly business. Do you remember when we spent the New Year's Eve? We said, let's not have New Year's Eve, let's sit in and do characters and record yeah. ourselves talking. We just sat in all New Year's Eve, me and him on our own, we didn't even notice when midnight happened, just going, hello, talking to each other for hours. Dictaphone. Good, actually. We'll dig those out one day. It was quite a good New Year's Eve, yeah, let's play a bit of it on the radio. To tell you the truth, that's one of the nicest New Year's Eves I've ever had, and that's saying something. Another one, I was off somewhere with me dad, being dragged around the, the Far Don't East. bring it all down. Picking up brasses. Ridiculous way to live Horse life. Horse brasses, of course. Horse brasses, naturally. <laughs> they do a lovely line of those out there. You're right, cockety trunk of a dick lock I don't understand what you're talking about. Brasses. Don't, uh, yeah. Euphemism for the word of, I don't uh, know. It's cool girl. Me. Oh, dear. Why does it come? What's the etymology of that? I don't know what the etymology of brass is. is. We'll have to, we'll work it out one day, we'll have a think about so it. brass don't... door? Nice, but why it's would you have that. a brass door? Well, being practical, door. it doesn't exist, you've just brass made it up. Brass knocker? Mm, well, what know. does that rhyme with? <laughs> I don't know. So, <laughs> what is a horse brass? It's a horse, a cool Trevor! Trevor, that was Granddad! <laughs> Get yourself together! A horse prostitute? <laughs> I don't understand. Horses don't like. need prostitutes, Trevor. They're happy living their lives. When Come a man on. doesn't love a woman very much, <laughs> <laughs> he has to escape from that ennui and terror. Who's yeah. a horse brass? To do with prostitution, oh, Trevor. horse brass. A subject that we'd be sensitive around. It's, a, it's good that this country's been forced to wake up to the issue of prostitution and be sensitive towards it. Poor women doing that for a living. It should be legalised and monitored properly. That's my personal opinion, not the. Uh, it was my mother's as well. My mother campaigned for it. Your mother campaigned for yeah, it. Yeah. Why is that? To make a few extra quid. <laughs> Stop oh, it! No, How dare you? No. 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 She was Poor a member of the mother's union. You see, mother's union. The mother's union was part of their policy. That's stretching the term in a bit, the, isn't it? In the early nineteen. 90s, they put a campaign out to legalise it. Did mm. Should be done, really. It should mm. be make make life easier. Not for me, I'm not involved in it, but, you know, for other people. Anyway, right, <laughs> good old life, yes, New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve. Look at my naked body. I just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Matthew, I'm allowed occasionally to riff. People All right. know this is a pre-record and think, why on earth Why didn't did they, they cut that bit out? <laughs> <laughs> well, they had the option and they left it in. That is definitely radio Slap graffiti dash. they're making. So, uh, yeah, well, resolutions, you say. Uh, Matthew, why I don't, don't you make a resolution to not to spend the whole year malingering and claiming to be I don't be malinger. Ill. I've been ill. For the last week, uh, and before, uh, frankly, that, through stress, always ill, <laughs> always ill. I've never known anyone like well, it. I'm it's like working fiddles. with a member of the cast of Last of the Summer Wine. <laughs> <laughs> well, they've gone on forever. I'm <laughs> jealous of those guys. <laughs> <laughs> they look fit. They're in rude elf compared to you. They look like they look a boy band compared to the way you, you have your life. Health problems, which I'm not going to list on it. What like psoriasis? 
Oh, oh, that's better, actually. I had to go for gone, UV man. treatment. I just had some sort of dots from all the stress. Now I'm fit as a fiddle. Dots and flakes. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> you know I'm always sick. I'm allowed to say what I like. <laughs> no, I'm not making vindictive attacks on you. You are. A man who spends half to... his life squatting in a laffy. Who's going to come to my New Eve party? No one. Impotent and ill. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well spend... Why don't you spend New Year's Eve standing in a graveyard crying? Because, frankly, you New Year's Eve surrounded by crows and other carrion will be more upbeat. I hope there's some sort of dreadful bug in Mauritius when you get there. It's going to be lovely. I'm going to have the time of my life out there. Now, come on, let's all think about things that are a bit higher-minded. For example, next year, right, instead of being a vacuous celebrity, I'm going to use this newfound fame to create love and joy and goodness everywhere I go, realising the only things that are important are beauty and truth. That's what I'm going to dedicate my life a, to. When a taxi's late? If a taxi's late, people are going to get fired. <laughs> right, let's, uh, let's have a little listen to the news. Here is the. You're listening to Radio 2 from the BBC. Drain the blood, the distillers. You're listening to Russell Brand on Radio 2. It's New Year's Eve tomorrow, isn't it? So let's let that govern our brains and go all mad fit. So, uh, right, here's some stuff to do with New Year's Eve. 2007 will be the year of the pig in Chinese calendar. The next year of the pig will be 2019. Do you know what Chinese year you were born in, Matt? I think it was whatever is the best one, like the dragon. Why are you trying to do that? I might be rabbit or rat or something rubbish. They're, rabbit. they're all rubbish, from dragon. They're not rubbish. Well, well, hold on. Imagine you had to be that thing. I mean, and I imagine that those years are named after the qualities of those animals in some way. Yeah. Think of a rabbit. It's just sat well, around no, eating I mean, some grass hey, doing a pig. pig, rat, snake, Why are dragon. They named they're all words that you are insults. In our culture. In our you, culture, yeah. But in Chinese culture, oh, if you're called oh, a snake. You sexy little pig, give us a cuddle. Yeah. You filthy snake. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> maybe, I maybe. I don't know what it's based on. We're not, we're. Yeah, we might not. be ignorantly clambering around something we don't understand and end up getting in trouble. So let's just say, like good you did to have a in the last link. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's good to be bold and have opinions as long as you're sensitive and are motivated by love. I don't see what the problem is, and I am motivated by love and vanity and ego. In Canada, the Governor General issues a New Year's Eve message of a similar tone to the Queen's Christmas message. It is broadcast simultaneously by Radio Canada and the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. The Governor. General, I wonder what he is. That happens every a lot of countries. Well, you have to have a message. Yeah, doesn't the president do something? To I suspect he does. Well, he does that in January. It's the you know, it's the new New Year's address or something. Give you a sense of community. Give you like right, we all exist as part of one society. Town meeting. Yeah, we've got one. This year. This is what about the Queen. I don't like it. She just goes on. You had to watch it. We had to it. stand up for the beginning bit as well. No, you didn't. Yes, Trevor. we did. They said stand up. Where the were Queen's you? on the telly. No, in my mum's house. She she made us stand up. We had to stand up for the national anthem at the beginning and at the end. It's odd it's cultural ritual to observe, it's isn't it? It's not. It's a normal thing to do. Standing for the Queen. Not in your not in your house. If she actually turned up, I'd stand up. Well, stand we would. Up, talk, if you see her and you hear that the tune, up on your feet. Well, I think that's a preposterous way to live your what life. Tune? Mind you, what you, tune? you might like the national play. anthem. You might like to think of yourself as being all iconoclastic, as I do. But when I met the Sultan of Brunei's son the other day, I went, "Oh, is the Sultan of Brunei's son?" Sort of blushed and gushed and went, <laughs> "Give us a cuddle, you big rich Sultan's son." How did you meet him, and who is he? He's just like sort of a tubby-looking lad who's a Sultan of Brunei's son. Where'd you meet so him? Like you have a story. He book. turned out <laughs> he's, he's real. He's a genuine Sultan of Brunei's son. But where'd you meet him? 
him in the sauna. Right, I'd done a gig down the Albert Hall. After that gig, it was for Amnesty International. I'd done that gig, then like someone of nice son come up to me and goes, Hey, I like the way you dress, I like the way you move. I like the way you move. I like the way you move. Came right up to me, shook me by the hand, he put his arm around me, he said he wanted his photo done with me. He had an entourage, including several young women. I thought, hmm, hello. Right, just had a quick look at them and that, and I had a little look at him as well. I thought, why not? I'll cuddle a lot of them if I have to. So I was impressed by the wealth. Did he say, I'm the Sultan of Brunei's son? Yes, he did, mate. He announced it. And in fact, before he came over, someone else came over to make a preliminary announcement. It was in some nightclub after the Albert Hall thing. Some preliminary announcer comes over. I come as a mystery from the Sultan of Brunei with some special news. He would like to meet you and have his photo done with you. Would you mind standing there while he comes towards you? I bet it was someone in fancy dress. It was not. It was a proper Sultan of Brunei's son. I remember seeing him somewhere. Because I've seen Sultan of Brunei's son turn up on something else before. Son, but you'll know. You you'll know, know him by that he emits sultanness. He has the air of a sultan. Sultana. That's <laughs> his silly mum boy for saying that. That's his, his mum's called Sultana. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yes. Trevor, don't take the light in such twee PG Woodhouse no. rubbish. There's no oh, light. I wonder no. how his mum. I bet his mum enjoyed erasing him. <laughs> That's probably not I long down no your pleasure. list of puns, is it? No, current. So, <laughs> current Sultan of Brunei. I was very no. grateful to meet him. Come on, let's not do Sunglasses it. on, and they were a bit like sort of. They had too much power, boys. those guys. I'll tell you who had too much power. Them raisins, the California raisins, who were like bad boys. I didn't like them. I didn't like the way Weetabix was skinheads. I didn't like that either. That was only in the 80s. They were skinheads. What was going on with them? They yopped their braces way. on and boots. They went, oh, wait a bit, okay. Other breakfasts are available. So, yeah, why Why did we have to tolerate that? I liked them, I think. But Coco Monkey's always been up there. He's all right, that guy. He's that never going to do any lot. harm. He's tell you his feelings. He's organised his races between the other members <laughs> of the jungle family. <laughs> anyway, let's go back to this. You had to stand when this man I walked towards anyway, you. Anyway, he goes, I come as a mystery. And you had right. to stand. He that was the that protocol. It sounds like Indiana Jones. It was not. Nice. It was good. You've got to get these eggs back for the villagers, for Mr. <laughs> Brand. It's a mission. Their crops are failing. <laughs> if their crops fail, they'll all get really, really hungry. <laughs> One of the daughters is really pretty and becomes a female lead. <laughs> okay, I'll give her a little cuddle and all. So then uh, I had my photo done with old Sultan of Brunei, son, lad. It didn't really lead anywhere. I just stood there with him. But what I was, was remarkable is that I was impressed by monarchy in that. It was endowed, imbued, if you like, with something that seemed special well, to me. Well, you say that about that when you met um the who was that man that what really man? holy man at the uh that oh yeah that's swami he had all sorts of powers yeah i did meet a swami <laughs> once didn't. he did have powers mate the truth and light of god shone from his eyes he weren't like a normal person you i saw see. i saw that bit of video you go up to him and fawn all over him <laughs> he looks confused and makes sort of like it makes Small a little talk. Uh, eyebrow move to his his helpers, his handlers. So Usher, you're right. <laughs> yes, you're a very holy man. Now. He liked me. Now I met this very holy Swami. It was to do with the Harry Krishnas. Very holy man he was, called Radhanath Swami. Our... Radhanath what? <laughs> rather not Swami, that is how I remember it actually. Going, rather, rather, rather not, I'd rather not. I'd rather not meet you I'd again. Not Swami. <laughs> I'd rather not Swami. I find some of these beliefs a bit silly <laughs> and I don't like the clothes. Uh, he's called Rather Not Swami. He travels the world being all holy. He was a very wise man and he once lived with Mother Teresa and he also lived with Krishnamurti in a kind of spiritual version of Big Brother, I imagine. <laughs> no, Krishnamurti? He lived with Krishnamurti. Wow. Right, yeah, Krishnamurti. Who wrote the book? 
Krishna, he, not who ain't Krishna a Channel 4 newscaster yeah, yeah. before you drag this show <laughs> in well, and I avoided that. <laughs> well, he was Krishna Murthy wise. Anyway, this fella, uh, yeah, he, you could see when you looked in his eyes that he knew stuff and he was completely not bothered by the old material world that he just saw everything as meaningless and transient and passing. He did look I had a dog quite like that. glazed when you spoke to him. <laughs> you could see that he thought it was meaningless. <laughs> <laughs> Almost as if he was bored stiff by what was going on so around spiritual. him. spiritual. He was bored by me. And that <laughs> That means I want to be around that guy. This guy has been trained. my calls. <laughs> <laughs> Last time I called him, his phone made the noise of the inside of a fish tank. I don't know what's going it's on so there, spiritual. but it's all pretty spiritual stuff. Anyway, uh, he was give me some sort of enlightenment, told me not to worry about stuff too much, and I just knew that you couldn't get him worked up about anything. You wouldn't be able to go get him all caring about Unless something. If he gave me a ring that glowed when I was in danger, or gave me something that... Why do you want objects and material objects as because proof? The, no, because I want some sort of magic object. You can't have a magic object, Matthew. It's not what life's like. I know, that's Find what I'm saying. Find it in ya! Don't think there's anything real about that Swami. Oi! Of course there's something real that about That Swami had special magical gifts. He was in touch with holiness and truth. You should read the autobiography of a yogi. <laughs> oh, I don't believe in Not Star to Wars. be confused with the autobiography yeah. of Yogi Pear. <laughs> <laughs> Those picnic baskets. <laughs> I just had to have them. I'm very sorry, but Boo Boo drove me on to ever greater heights of petty picnic larceny. <laughs> right, let's listen to a little bit of a record. What are we going to listen to, Mafu? Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan, because Radio 2 is, of course, playing these Bob Dylan radio shows, which are a revelation and a brilliant purchase by this station. It's a f wonderful controller. Why, it's Leslie Douglas. She looks Leslie after Douglas. Leslie Douglas. She looks after this radio station and has shown great faith in us. Great faith. And I'd like, to personally, to dedicate this song to her, shall we? Why not? Why not dedicate it to her? She's been nice to us, Leslie Douglas. She's got a, a whole oh, radio yeah. station. Chris yeah. Evans said this thing when I went to some conference once. He goes, he goes, if you try and imagine... The, uh, he said, "What if Radio State? If Radio Two was a person, what kind of person would it be? Would it be a woman? What kind of age would that radio station be? Would it be a woman in her thirties or forties? What kind of like?" He said, "He goes, and if you try and characterise a radio station, ultimately you'd end up describing the controller of it. And I think that Radio Two is a bloody lovely station. <laughs> Let's dedicate this to Leslie Douglas, shall we? Our controller. Why not?" Shall we? Yes! Bang! Put it on! That's a sand hand gesture! Sands gesture? <laughs> That's how the sand people talk now. in Star Wars. Go on! Go on! Don't think twice, it's alright. That's Bob Dylan, you listen to Radio 2. I'm Russell Brand, I'm here with Trevor Lockie. You alright, Trevor? Yeah, I'm, I'm contemplating. What are you contemplating? That feeling of lost love that, that yeah. is evoked by that song? Yeah. Why? Well, I used to sing that to girls, didn't I? What, to trick them into loving you? Stop it. They did never really loved me, did they? <laughs> no, I shouldn't imagine they did. No. Your fawning versions of Dylan's songs. Well, it used to work, but no, not anymore. Well, that's... <laughs> Trevor, are you going to write this sitcom that we've been commissioned on Radio 2? It's supposed to be on yeah, in the written, new year. Yeah, uh, I've written uh, three episodes. I'm working on the fourth one at the minute, and oh. another one. Yeah. Good. Well done. We've recorded one, haven't we? We recorded it's a very pilot. Funny. Oh, there's a good one coming up. Really? You'll like it. Yeah, take it away on holiday with you. Okay, I'll take yeah. it in a digital form and I'll read it when I get there. Yeah. No doubt I'll have to inject some humour and spice into it. Oh, I've left room for jokes, yeah. Thank heavens, I'll do those. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, well, that'll be coming in the new year, our sitcom on Radio 2. Yeah. We're all very much looking forward to it. Now, Matt's not here. He's gone off to the lavatory to be sick. We can only imagine what he's going through. At this <laughs> <moment>. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, I like to think that he's not doing it as a result of having to do a radio show. Yeah, of course not. It's definitely a bacteria. condition, yeah. is it? Is that what's up with him? Yeah. Okay, well, I just hope that... Oh, yeah, I can hear see him now meandering his way back here. So, I, it's difficult when someone is a hypochondriac, as Matt is. Can't take it seriously, really, can take, It is a boy who cried, I'm ill scenario. Yeah. Hello, Matthew. Sit down. We're on air. How are you feeling? You've been sick. <laughs> yeah, of course we are. What's the matter? You're, is it stupid? We're sick, were you? I haven't eaten for a whole day. You'll have to have something to eat. You can't live like well, this. No, I mean, I'm, well, I'm still, you know. Do we have to talk about this on air? Well, if you keep it's clearing off during the radio show to be this. sick. Hey, well, you weren't here. I don't silly know, I boy. Don't be ridiculous. That's not how life works. I, got the sh I feel a little shaky now. <laughs> <laughs> it's New Year's Eve tomorrow. Go to Matt's maudlin party of sickness. Go to Matt's moratorium maudlin party of sickness. It's a grim sepulchre in Camden. Yeah. You'll be better by then, will ya? Your, um, sympathy is, is almost making me cry. But <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because I, if I felt sympathetic every time you said you were real, I'd just be, it'd be like constantly watching the colour purple on video, so just endless sentiment being dredged out of me for my old bloody life. Now, come on, let's have a listen to some music, let's remain resolutely upbeat. I do feel very sorry for you, but come on, we've got to do a lovely little radio show now. We've got to do two, face. in fact. Don't worry about that, that's not practical. Now, <laughs> let's have a listen to something. Come on. The Clash, you listen to Russell Brand on Radio 2. I've got an email here, it's from a young fella, Stevie Melvin, he calls himself, he lives in Corby. Oh, Russell, he says, I really enjoy your radio show, it entertains me when I listen back to it at work. Oh yeah, you should go to that listen again thing. Well, it's weird actually to promote the listen again thing, because if you're hearing this, you are listening to the radio show. So it's difficult, isn't it? So you can't promote your own radio show on your own radio show, can you? Unless you yeah. want to open up a vortex. You can, because Listen to the podcast. Might, yeah. no, but people might be confused. They might be thinking, oh, I've got to listen to it now. How are we doing on the- tomorrow? Listen to it tomorrow and listen again, or listen to the podcast. Mm. Where are, we, are we in the hit parade for podcasts? Oh, we are. How are we doing? We're still, you know, lodged in the top five. Lodged in the top five, we want Wedged. to be number two. I know. Or number one. Uh, anyway, this lad, Steve, goes, Do you have any tips for someone wanting to get into radio presenting? I come from a small town, and opportunities don't arise to get into the media, so any advice would be greatly received. We're all from small towns, all of us. I'm from a little town called Grays, Matt's from Dartford, Trev's from somewhere called Bugbrook, that sounds Bugbrook. like he made it up. That's not a small, uh, well, Trevor's from a small town. Oh, well, we're not we're from not small really, towns, well, we're from estuary towns, we're from suburbs sort of, of London. Greater London, really. We're from Greater London, yeah, suburbs. It's easy for you guys. Well, it's yes. Struggle for Trev. It was inevitable that we'd end up in media, growing up as we did in little estuary Filth pits. What advice have you got? Well, he it's should nice do what I did. I didn't mean that. He's near Northampton. He should go to BBC Radio Northampton. That's where. That's where I. Um, what did you do? Just turn up there like Moses in a little basket, <laughs> ruining <laughs> things. I was in a trolley. But um, <laughs> no, we, we, I wrote a letter and I said, "Please, can I um, present a radio show?" And and they um, surely they just simply said no. I wish they had said no, Trevor. <laughs> we wouldn't have to tolerate this rhubarb on a weekly no, basis. No, well, I, they put me answering the phones. And really? I answered the phones on the Steve Richie show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I had to deal with things like bomb threats and stuff like that. Well, imagine they went up tenfold once you were involved. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would have blown up the studio myself sometimes just to stop myself having to listen to you. Come on, New Year's resolutions, let's think of something. Right. I'm going to go uh, back to the gym. Huh? You're going to go back to the gym? Yeah. More yeah, than just, once. just find yourself a boyfriend, Matthew. I'll <laughs> cheer you up. Trevor, what are you going to do? What are you going to resolve to do? I don't know. I, I don't what do you know. think Matt should resolve to do? Well, don't go to the gym, Matt. 
No, no it's all right. It's good for him. Jim was good. And I also ride my bike more off Smokey. The Smokey, your bicycle. Russell called it Smokey. He, he's, he got his bicycle and quickly <laughs> named it Smokey because he was all proud of it and said it was going to be his friend. No. Under pretty. He goes, what are you going to call it? And I just to humour Russell. I said smoke. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he looked at his little eyes all misted over. Um, Trevor, your New Year's resolutions, I, I can't imagine what, what, dress what you've retrieved. Dress better. That was better. being dressed I get a lot of nice compliments about the way I dress, and well, people are often saying... No, listen. People are trying to make you it? feel better, like you're doing very yes. well at school. Look, people are saying to me, I don't know why, I don't know why Matt and Russell give you such a tough time about the way you dress, you dress very nicely. Who says this to you? Librarians? Libra doctors. People at bus stops. When you say doctors, do you mean psychiatrists? Yeah. Are there people who are paid to help your self-esteem? Yeah, it's mainly, no, uh, people, you know, people at, at gigs. Alright. Yeah. People, people at gigs. I think so. you should dress more smartly. Me? I think that Matthew I bought a really smart coat. Good. I bought a really nice coat, mm. expensive coat. Yeah. And I said, oh, Russell, do you like my coat? It's, uh, it's a designer coat and it's yeah. expensive. And he goes, where'd you get that? Who got it with you? <laughs> he thought I'd, on the sly, got his stylist to go shopping with me. I didn't think that. I just well, who did you think, uh, why did you think I wouldn't be able to I just, buy I can't imagine coat? you being in a shop making those kind of decisions. I see the way you meander through life and well, nervous mate. wreck, afraid to commit. He's a good shopper. Him? He's a good, why are you saying Matt's a good shopper? Well, I've, I've been shopping with him once and he was good. And also earlier, they were asking me uh, advice for mum's Christmas presents. Who I was? I told them loads of stuff, gee. Why you got, what he advice did you give, what advice did you give him I'm on I'm not going to say it on air because it will be, it's all brand names, but, uh, yeah, You can say it now because it was, can't go wrong with Bath presents. stuff as long as it's from an extremely nice place. Right, okay, fair enough. Well, no, you're a nice, you've got many, many capabilities. Right, I'll tell you what, let's listen to something, I suggest music, then when we come back from it, let's think about how we can improve the world and create a glorious new utopia. In Is which this your resolution? Live. Is that to do with Yes, yeah, start a new utopia. That's right. what I'm thinking, just get out, so, you know, like, I've, let's not be all vain and self Are you going to write it all down in your colouring book? And I put it down there, yeah. Put it in my colouring book, put it on the website, yeah. <laughs> then we'll see if we can change the world. Right, I'm right behind you, mate. <laughs> you better be, because we've got a way of treating dissenters in this utopia, we, we just kill them. <laughs> right, oh, come on in, let's go with a little bit of the old music. What we listen to? Satisfaction, Rolling Stones, they've already started. There's no stopping these boys. Remember when we met Keith? Oh, there they go. Whee! That was the Rolling Stones. You're listening to Radio 2, Russell Brand. Or, oh, what about the highlights of the year then? The year that's just nearly finished and gone by and everything. Wasn't it good when uh, me and Matt went to meet Keith Richards? Oh, that was a brilliant weekend. Really good, wasn't it? Trevor had to be. Trevor couldn't come. Well, I had hardly came. Anyway. What do you mean? I wasn't allowed backstage. Did you stop chewing chewing gum, you elbow? Is that it's you chewing mate, chewing Trevor. gum? Trevor, don't chew chewing gum on microphones. Not, it's not the fifties. You're not Elvis. Take not it out of your mouth, oh, silly, oh. silly boy. Yeah, that was good actually. Meeting Keith, I enjoyed that enormously. You kept him waiting, didn't you? Oh yeah, I accidentally because Keith's time is meted out in a very specific way. If you're going to meet Keith Richards, don't faff around. You'll meet a series of PAs. You'll be ushered through corridors and catacombs and vestibules, and then eventually you'll meet Keith. But the thing was, I sort of got a bit anxious moments before meeting Keith, and thought, oh, I better go to the toilet. I don't want to be meeting him thinking that I want the toilet and not be able to fully experience meeting <laughs> Keith Richards because I'm thinking I want the toilet, I want the toilet, be aware of my anatomical requirements. So I thought, nip to the lavvy just before it, but I wear a ridiculous amount of belts and I'm all sort of swathed, swaddled in belts like infant Christ, all wrapped around in midriff. Went to the toilet, took off all these, took off all these different belts and various ridiculous affectations and accoutrements. Then someone banged on the door and goes, Keith is waiting for you! Keith Richards is waiting for you! <laughs> oh no! And I thought, I don't want to have all the belts all flapping around, flailing off me. Yeah, so I had to put them all back together, rush back 
back in there, I did, and I thought, then I thought, I can't not wash my hands, I've just been to the lavvy, I'm about to shake Keith Richards' hand, I can't not, so I had to then wash my hands, and then I had to thought, oh no, I'll have to dry them, because then otherwise I'll have to do that thing, oh, I've just been to the toilet, it's not we on them, I've just washed my hands, I don't, don't want to start a conversation right. with Keith Richards going, it's not we on me hands, Keith, <laughs> went out there, he was a nice, sort of homunculus, avuncular sort of a fella, kind of, the sort of, uh, the air of a, a mystic sort of chimpanzee godfather kind of <laughs> character. And I'm still ma magnetic and very handsome kind of a character. It was glorious to me. Lovely man. looking chimp. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that in a negative way. I'm just saying that. Better than the PG tips, guys. <laughs> really. I mean, better dressed. <laughs> Except for the one that had the removal van. Oh, God, he, anyway. he, he, was, he, was quite, he was quite swish, he was quite as I recall. <laughs> really was amongst those guys um yes yeah, so i sort of shook his hand he was all sort of lovely he was very enigmatic i am um did in fact compare him to the Swami that we were blathering on about earlier. He's got something shining from with his within his eyes, Keith. He knows things. He's seen stuff. He's been through decades. That was after he fell out. That tree. does he talk in the way that he's yeah, man? He's yeah. posh. So he's not got such uh, so much of that posh ring to his voice anymore. It's sort of a, it's a little less distinctive than that. An incredible rumble. Decades of Jack Daniels. Other whiskies are available and cigarettes and uh, but sort of all somehow congealed to make him sound magical, doesn't sound all Congealed. next year. Well, I don't know. Chimp? <laughs> what are you saying about him? <laughs> I think he's lovely. He's from Dartford. <laughs> Does he still call people cat? He did mention the word cat. Oh, he did I call me a cat. That used to confuse me in his early interviews when he used to say, this cat yeah. came up to me. I used to think that he lived <laughs> in this magical world Trevor, where cats spoke to him. Do you think he lived in an Enid Blyton No, book? it does. It's an odd I'd, thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's cat. It's cat, cat Bowie said that a bit, didn't he? Yeah, went through a cat period. Who's that, Bowie? <laughs> that was him then. That's quite a question. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Whoopsie! <laughs> you can, if, you, if you star Frank Spencer, you can get to Bowie for a little bit, man. Wow. Do you see? Yeah. From Frank to David Bowie. And with the cat done a whoopsie as a kind of a bridge. <laughs> yeah. Some so, cat can help some done a whoopsie. <laughs> or the stage. It's no blues lick. <laughs> <laughs> Although one never ought. So, uh, yeah, shook his hands. He put a friendly arm around me, had our photo done, and I was dragged out of there. I think they give me slightly less time with him as a punishment for having kept him waiting while I was in the lavatory. Yeah. Right. I think I was... It wasn't because you called him Cliff. I, I, I never made that error. Oh. Oh, that was one thing of which I'm incredibly proud. So yeah, that was a lovely moment this year. Another moment of this year. What? Come on, Matthew. I'll go to Matthew. <laughs> Name your artist of the year. He goes, I ain't got none. That was his, that was his <laughs> review of the year. I haven't had any good times. I meant, I Well, this has been a now. slurry of information. Well, starting on the radio. That, we weren't on the radio well, before. Well, we weren't even on Radio 6. <laughs> oh, yeah, we've sacked off XFM in the old past. That, that was, was ages ago. Oh, no, well, we're rubbish. Now we've been on 6 Music, now we're on Radio 2, the most popular radio station in the world, I think. Oh, it is, and we're on it. Now, Blimey. this is us doing it. This is us being on Radio 2, day before New Year's Eve. Look at you, you haven't even got the good grace to stay in here, wandering out the room to vomit like some sort of lout. <laughs> Trevor Lott comes in here, dressed like Alice Jones. It's been it's despicable the way you two behave. Next year, let's buck our ideas up, be a little bit more professional. What are we going to listen to, Stone Roses? Um, well, we can do, but I was thinking Martha Wainwright. Martha doing Wainwright. that cover of Leonard Cohen. Yeah. Do you think that's a bit depressing? Let's see. She sings really nicely, though. This isn't Martha doing a cover uh, of Leonard Cohen. Dear Leonard. If that doesn't cheer us up, Lord alone <laughs> knows what shall. Wainwright, Tower of Song, live was that then? 
Yeah, they did this uh, Leonard Cohen covers night. Jarvis Cocker did one. Nick Cave. Nick Cave? Really? Yeah. Sounds lovely. Are you frantically telling people we'll get their chewing gum out? Yeah, tell your I'm chewing gum out. I'm allowed to keep mine Why? Why are you... On account for me being ill. <laughs> Don't get special chewing gum dispensation because you've been a little bit ill. You're not the Fonz. Get it out your gob. The Fonz is doing panto, which I keep going on about. That's Why amazing. are you so obsessed with the Fonz doing panto it's for? Weird, isn't it? Go and see it, if you're that obsessed. I don't want to see it. Go and see it. You he loves things like that, really. Yeah. He's, he's, Matthew don't accept it. Do he you really is. think he I wants love permission to go. Yes. go and see it. You want us to force you to go there so that you can go. 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 Yeah. What about when he went, and saw, he went and saw Avenue Q? He, he loved, loved it. it. He loved it. Not left he had in to the middle. Yeah, and then spent yeah. the whole rest of the evening. He left in the middle of it to prove that he wasn't gay. Exactly. And then spent the whole rest of the evening <laughs> wondering. Going, what happened in Avenue Q? I want to know what happened in Avenue Q. Give me a cuddle. It's a ridiculous way to live your life. Right, so nice. look at these. You want to have a look at some of my predictions for the new year. That's what you want to do. I wrote this in The Guardian the other day. The Archers gave wedding that's one of the things that well you said that should happen no i think that did happen it's nice. happening now it's happening now yeah even now the archers now. are having a game well, honeymoon now hang that's... on a minute these are your predictions or not no they're things that i agree have happened <laughs> which, which so isn't as good as a prediction, prediction. <laughs> he got confused he started a sentence then something came up in front of his face on a piece of paper and he read it out a silly man well, Come on, then what, tell us what you're going on about. Well, this is uh, it, it, this is in the Guardian. It says here the guide. Yeah, the guide bit of the Guardian it talks about the rise of the, the internet and YouTube. We think television's a dead medium, don't we? Really? Well, it is, isn't it? It's a shame, isn't it? Just the typical of that is just as we get all famous. Bloody no, medium goes It's changing. good. You know what's going to happen? You're going to get your own account, basically. That's what will happen in about two years' time. You get your own account, and basically you can order what programmes you want to watch yeah. and listen to. And that yeah. means it's not like, oh, there's not enough room in the schedules for this show, because there's no such thing as the schedule. It's just Trevor, that doesn't mean you'll account. get your own show. I can see what you're it thinking. Does. It does. means will be a Trevor have... Locke show. There will be. Then there are in not two enough years time. hours in the day to have a Trevor Locke show. We could that. live from now to the end of time and people would still not make an half hour march. <laughs> Don't thumb your little chest. Why is there a picture of you in there? So what are you saying? Uh, this is just me saying, uh, like, analysing the preceding year, saying what's gone on. So, like, they asked me, what do you think of David Cameron's first year in office? I say, I think he seems perfectly personable, but I think it's an utterly, fut it's an utterly futile shuffle between non-entities. It don't matter in the slightest who mismanages our country, because until we embrace a system that is in tune with the spirituality of oneness, then we're all doomed. He seems nice, he looks like he'd make a good ball stall warden. Question time, you've got to be on question time. Should be on he question should host time. It. It'll be a joke. Him It'll coming be bloody out good. Like that. <laughs> be nice. It'll be David Icke. I'll be a good David Icke figure. A lot of people like my mumbo jumbo. Global warming, here I am being asked about that. Again, we're all facing impending doom. We're all so blasé, like we think that it'll be all lovely summers and mild winters. Let's see how much people like it when their grandchildren have to live under the sea. <laughs> yeah. Russell, who's the one who uses ten cans of airspray every time he leaves the house? <laughs> I don't use hardly any airspray, I just use a bit of backcombing. That's not hurting anybody, except me own little scalpy scalpy. There's <laughs> yeah. hardly any airspray. I mean, lovely Nick, and that don't do the environment no harm at all, the airspray I use. I'll use a special one, designed by Jesus. <laughs> yeah. yeah, look, we have to abandon... What am I saying about... Yeah, look at this, this is all brilliant stuff from me. We have to abandon the crippling, principle, crippling principles of the self, nation and currency. It'll be difficult for a few days, but after that we'll forget we ever had money and just swap things. <laughs> see how I've designed a brilliant new world without hardly having to try. I'd like to see you abandon the concept of the self. 
Me? What are you gonna have instead? Yeah. I don't know, I'll just be unified, wouldn't I, with oneness and wholesomeness. Well, I don't know, for the month of January, I'll be in charge of what you wear then. <laughs> it doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> what would you dole me up as, given half a chance? A leotard. Yeah. And, uh, boxer shorts. <laughs> Christmas ones underneath the leotard, all, all rolled up on one leg. <laughs> what Ballet have I got shoes. on my feet? <laughs> Ballet shoes. <laughs> Mismatched. <laughs> <laughs> Fingerless gloves. I think I'll look delicious. I think you'd look silly. <laughs> you should be Doctor Who's assistant. <laughs> Doctor, I'm terrified. I don't know what era we're living in, but I can't be dressed right for it. Not in these shoes. Come on, what should we listen to now? Cheer ourselves right up all nice. Stone Roses or The Doors? The Doors. Mm, all right, Stone then roses. listen to The Doors. Although we did play them last week, see? Stone Even roses. though this is a pre record, I'm one focused. Love. One love. Well, you don't need another one. One love. Yeah, that, well, there you go. That's your favorite. Theory, all it? unifying theories of old Russ there. Let's all love each other and abandon the notion of the self, except for dressing in a way designed to make you seem <laughs> iconic. Let's go! <laughs> Stone Roses, one love. There were the Stone Roses. You're listening to Russell Brand on Radio 2, and we edge ever closer to 2007. I don't really actually remember what year it is anymore, like 2006, 2007. I don't I never properly know what one it is. Since yeah. it's gone into them 2000s, mm -hmm. I find it a bit it's confusing. It's because you don't have to write it, you're not at school anymore. You Maybe you have to write, write it at the top of everything. Top of yeah. page, that side. Yeah. I do remember that oh yeah, we discussed before at Eloise Inwood. Like, you know when you're taught that system oh, of, God. right, take the page of A4, top right-hand corner, write the date, top left-hand corner, write your name. For example, said the teacher, Mr. Davis, if you were Eloise Inwood, write El you'd write Eloise Inwood, then you'd write the date. And then he goes, don't, then he really stressed, don't write Eloise Inwood, though, if you're not her, just write your actual name. And then Ke Kerry Lawrence, Handed in her work, she put Eloise inward. It's stressed not to put that. Well, well, she she wasn't happen. listening. On top of that, she smelled of milky bars You've always all said the this, time. It's a very odd thing. It's not odd. Say, it's if someone smells of milky bars all the time and has coagulated milky bar in the corner of their mouth, I want to her. know what's going on. Listen, why? Why have coagulated she's a milky bar? Dim child. Eloise in it's quite difficult to spell. Did he write it on the board? He was up on the board, Matthew. Right, okay. She's just par it. it's a kind of hieroglyphic parroting that makes me f infuriated. It makes you furious because you think, why would you deny your name's Russell Brand? <laughs> why doesn't it why excuse me, Mr. Davis, don't you think I should have been used as the example <laughs> for whose name it was? Don't all of you write Mr. Davis, I think I'd like to add something here. As well as not writing Eloise Inwood, don't write <laughs> Russell Brand either. Back to you, Mr. Davis. Davis, you're doing a great job, by the way. <laughs> Lovely work there. Have a cigar, you're gonna go far. Yeah. Bloody school, filling our mind with rubbish and lies just so we'd be what good a citizens. Load, of, load of old rubbish. I didn't learn nothing. What did you learn of any value? Uh, Biology. I learned a lot about how the body works. How yeah. does it work? Because I'll tell you what, it's a mystery to me. How yours works, staggering out in the middle of a radio show to throw up. <laughs> Ridiculous. That shows that I It's like doing a show with Shane McGowan. <laughs> <laughs> Not through booze, through illness. <laughs> really? You, you, I mean, you, you wouldn't be here if you were as ill as me. I would. That's ridiculous. I'm never, ever ill. I just go and me jobs. You are really. Numerous jobs. When? When am I ever real? Actually, you're not. See? Focused. Ambitious. That's me, mate. I'm He's like... Been Ill. Yes, yeah, I've seen it. When was that? Summer. You, you cancelled some things for me in the summer. Oh, yeah, I'd like Larry Larryngitis. The weeds disease. <laughs> <laughs> not, that is a tough guy disease I had. I believe that was eventually what killed off Nelson. It was pathetic because he had to whisper, even though whispering actually is harsh on your throat. <laughs> it and made we it had to whisper. Hello, as well. would you pass me the remote? <laughs> <laughs> 
pathetic. <laughs> I was very, very. I had to cancel. I had to cancel Glastonbury. Not the whole festival. I that went. Like that went ahead against my advice. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, I had terrible laryngitis. Awful business. Happy <laughs> days. <laughs> Happy days. Weren't <laughs> they no, really? There were some highlights. <sighs> oh, good old life. Here One we of are. My highlights of the year was uh, Download Festival. Seeing Metallica. Yeah. Before they shuffle <laughs> off and die. Oi! Oi! Don't be negative about people! They'll be alright, Metallica. Mind you, they all live like children, don't they? Yeah, have you seen Some Kind of Monster? No, I wanna watch that. That shows them all living like children. Actually, let's write down some DVDs. Because we go in the shops and we buy some DVDs. Alright, I want that and I want that thing about that man who lived with them grizzly bears. Oh, yeah, I want that. Let's get that right down. That is brilliant. Is it, Trev? Have you seen it? I've seen it. He was naive. He thought he could live with the bears, but the bears just ate him. It's real. It's a compelling, compelling. I've trained these bears to not eat me! Grizzly Get man. off! Grizzly Man. Grizzly Man. Grizzly yeah, Man. It's that German, that brilliant German filmmaker, I've forgotten his name now. But, oh, uh, thanks for that insight, Barry Norman. Werner Herzog. Werner <laughs> Did another one about the Loch Ness Monster. Well, that's gonna be a short film. A big pack of silly lies, people desperately clinging to the belief that there might be something in a pond. And he did that one about the people who go up the Amazon in Peru to build that cathedral. Don't try and get Peru yeah, in talking this talking of uh, the Amazon and stuff, that yeah. Mel Gibson film. Looks Don't the Amazon and it does stuff. does look good, doesn't it? I'll do a link. Yeah. Looks Why really does good? it look good? Have you seen the trailer for it? It's magnificent. I don't, I'm sick of encouraging Mel Gibson to make films that aren't even in any language that anyone's speaking. Let's not go. Oh yeah, it's in... Mayan. 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 No yeah. one talks Mayan anymore. Well, yes I do. Do they, Trev? Not really. Right. You're right. No going to see it. No going it to see Mel good. Gibson. Do you know what their prediction is? You'll get into it. What? Do you know what their prediction is? What? what? The world will end. In 2007? Yeah, 2014. Yeah, well. Pessimists. That would just be when things are hotting no, up for us. They had the Mayan calendars, which were very accurate. And, they could and then they just stop it, don't they? Yeah. It, it just the, stops on that. The Mayan day. calendar, they go, well, we won't do anything then, seeing as how the world will have ended. They could have just done a few calendars just to keep us in good spirits. Yeah, especially right. advent calendars, chocolate behind every day. Oh, I haven't had one of them this year. It's lovely, isn't it? Where's my advent calendar? <laughs> 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 you not got one? Yeah, no, I ain't. Wait, my mum. Right, I'm an only wait child. My mum. I can't wear my mum. I got rights. <laughs> I don't know. What a silly way to live our lives. But what a good year it's been for all of us. You think about it. We'd, at the beginning of the year, things was much worse. We didn't have our own show. Oh, didn't have yeah. our own radio show. Didn't have Awful business. Poor. Do you remember that, Matt? Staggering around. No I money. Staggering Terrible. Or poor. I you were staggered to the toilet about half an hour ago. Yeah, I know. You're I still poor. staggering. I vomited money in that <laughs> 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 You shouldn't have eaten them. It's probably what's causing your condition. Okay, let's listen. This will be one of the last tracks we play this year. What we, what oh, it's we a bit play? maudlin. Don't play a maudlin one then. But I like it. Oh, you know my name. Look up the, look up the number, the Beatles. Come yeah. on, that'll cheer us right up. Let's have that. That was a jam, Stones and Beatles all hanging out, mucking yeah. around, doing silly voices out the goons. Yeah. How the come Stones? enjoy that? I, they I'm all sure out the Stones together. were there. No. No, they were Maybe the drummer. No. Yep, they were all there. No. All there, Trev. No, no. Yeah, they were. Why, we love on. you. We love you. The Why Beatles you... did backing vocals on We Love You. Trevor, if no, you're they, they, the, I'm sure you try and ruin the bonhomie of this radio show with facts, you can just clear off. Now, come on, let's listen to it. The Ready? Stones and the Beatles. Let's do a really big hand signal up. this time. Right, okay, this hand signal. Try to describe also with this hand signal how you feel left out by not having an advent calendar. Angry about it! to come out of the funny bit of that song because we've got to wrap up the show now. This is our last show of this year. We're looking forward to 2007. Mr G, Poet Laureate of the show, has got a poem summarising what the hell has been going on in this radio show. And if I know him, probably the year and his feelings as well. <laughs> Mr G there. <laughs> you got that right. This poem is entitled Being. We could have been anything that we wanted to be. 
but don't it make your heart glad that we've decided in fact we take pride in because we're the very best at being 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 we went from yawning on sunday mornings on air brawlings and dodgy callings now the eyes stay bright exciting times make nights collecting and reflecting saturday's moonlight the sun rays have changed, but the names remain the same. A new station raises our game, but fun remains the aim. We came with a claim and lit 2006 with a flame, inflicting you with the insane ramblings of a man addicted to hairspray and fame. <laughs> so now the, That's me. now the year is anew. The 2007 horizon is rising into view. Don't you have wants, hopes and desires that you wish to pursue? Don't you have ambitions reaching higher as you aspire for something new? So let's all light this fire in our hearts and let its flame inspire a start for our dreams to come true. Woohoo, Mr. G there! Last poem of the year from him. I mean, someone else might write another one, but it's the last one on this show, baby! <laughs> right, okay, so only time to thank everyone that's contributed to this show over the course of the year. Our lovely producer Mark Cocky Trevor Lockie's contributions have been incredibly oh, valid. Look you. at him now, sat there. Matt the Gastric Morgan, he's been <laughs> wonderful. Noel Gallagher's been wonderful. John Ronson, Courtney Love, all our wonderful guests, David Williams, Matt Lucas, they've been on the show. Thank you, though, mostly. Who's the most important person? This show, ultimately, really, me. when you think about it, me? is yes, about yes. me. Oh, yeah. Old Russ. <laughs> yeah, not really. It's well about done, you listening. Well, thank you. Me. Thanks for listening Very to our radio. Show. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate it. Keep listening to our show because we come from a place of love. Although we always seem to end up at narcissism, we started off at love. Uh, have a lovely 2007. We'll be there right with you, won't we? With love in our hearts. Boy, I love you, boy!